Hello, this is Danielle Freitag with Jenna DeYoung, Real Talk Podcast, encouraging faith and inspiring restoration, sharing tips, tools, and talk. We're exploring a biblical worldview that empowers and prompts faith in action. This is season four of Real Talk Podcast. This is Danielle. And Jenna. Hey guys. Yes. Hello. This is episode 12. So we're actually going to be approaching the end of this um, season, season four, and taking a little pause. But before we do that, we do have a few more episodes. And today we want to actually dive into and talk about what it means to take up your cross and follow Jesus Christ, because several times in the scriptures, Jesus actually says, take up your cross and follow me. Um, and so Jen and I, right. We've been, we've been talking about this and we want to unpack this, um, with you, with our listeners. And so the best way to do that really is to jump into scripture. Um, Jenna, do you have, I know we were looking at in Matthew, uh, Matthew 16, but then we were also looking at, Oh goodness. What was it now? Luke, Luke 14. Do you have that one open? Yeah, I have Luke 14, 14 open. So you started reading in verse 25 and it says the cost of following Jesus. And it says, as massive crowds followed Jesus, he turned to them and said, when you follow me as my disciple, you must put aside your father, your mother, your wife, your sisters, your brothers. It will even seem as though you hate your own life. This is the price you'll pay to be considered one of my followers. Anyone who comes to me must be willing to share my cross and experience it as his own, or he cannot be considered to be my disciple. So don't follow me without considering what it will cost you. For who would construct a house before first sitting down to estimate the cost to complete it? Otherwise, he may lay the foundation and not be able to finish. The neighbor's will ridicule him saying, look at him. He started to build, but could not complete it. And it goes on after that, but the cost of following Jesus, taking up the cross, you know, considering, I remember when I first got filled with the Holy spirit and that was one of the questions of what, what, what's the cost of me following Jesus and what does that look like? And I think it's something that we all have to consider, you know, before we, you know, being a disciple of Jesus or being a believer of Jesus, is that the same thing or are those different? Do you think? I think they're, I mean, for, from what I've experienced and this is, I mean, this is in my own life and I, I came to know the Lord in 2006, I got filled with the Holy spirit. So what was that? 15, 16 years ago. And to be truthful, I, I feel like I am just now, I mean, there's, there's been moments where I've been moving into like what it really means to be a disciple, but I, I feel like in this season of my life in particular, in particular, the Lord is bringing me into something deeper where it's like, are you really following me? Like, are you really denying yourself or denying these things? And so to answer your question, I think, I mean, you can believe 
you can be a believer, like you can believe in Jesus Christ, but to be a disciple is like something deeper. It's something more. It's, it's, it's the following him. It's the literal dying to self. Mm -hmm. It's the complete and absolute surrender. Yeah. In verse 33, it says, likewise, unless you surrender all to me, giving up all you possess, you cannot be one of my disciples. Like, wow. Yeah. Wow. And that reminds me of the verse, like when Christ comes, there will be people who will say, Lord, Lord. Mm. And he will say, depart from me. I never knew you. Like that is wrecking me. Yeah. So what does it mean? Oh, go ahead. I'm just like, oh my gosh, what does it really mean? Like Jesus mold me into a disciple. Well, right. And that verse that you, I can't remember where that verse is at. I think it's in Matthew somewhere, but it talks about like, you know, these were people that were casting out demons and these were people that were like, you know, doing the things that like you would really associate people who were like really following Jesus. But Jesus says, you know, I never knew you depart from me. And I remember I read that and I was like, Lord, I was like, talk to me about this right now because I was like, what? I was like, I need revelation on this because that terrified me, you know? And, you know, I, I remember, I think I have notes in my phone somewhere, but the Lord started talking to me about the posture of your heart Mm. and, And he talked to me about intimacy and relationship because there are some, you know, who seek stages and who seek, you know, platforms and it really kind of becomes all about them. Personality. And it's it's really not done out of love. They're there to like build a ministry as if you would build a business, you know, and, and that is not really, I mean, I'm not here to judge anyone, you know, but I feel like the Lord has just shown me personally, Mm. like intimacy and heart posture. And I remember when he said to me, so I was like, Lord, how could someone cast out a demon? But that, that you're saying that wasn't of you. And he's, I just remember him talking to me and saying, Jenna, like love is the foundation that qualifies Mm all of my gifts. And so if, if oh, something's love not done, is the foundation that qualifies all of my, gifts. that is so good. Yeah. I got to find this here. That's so good. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm just like, <laughs> no, that's okay. that, that was the, that was the Holy spirit word right there. I know you're looking up something. Do you find it? Not yet. Okay. I have a verse then. I'm sorry for interrupting you. That was really good. That just like, <laughs> so after each time that, um, that Jesus commanded cross bearing, right. So we're going to talk about this. Like, what does it mean to take up your cross? Right. He said, for whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake, for me, will save it. What good is it for a man to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit his very self? Right. So that, I mean, that, that's like surrender, like in everything. And, you know, you're talking about this, the difference between ministering unto the Lord, following him as a disciple with a, with the heart base and motive of love for God versus building self, promoting self and ministry for personality. And you know what I mean? Like, like it's such the difference. And, and I have to wonder if there were times where like, 
even some of his disciples were like, yeah, look what we're doing. Like we're casting out demons. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, yeah, I think there are some stories or some scriptures where. Well, in Proverbs, it talks about how self promotion is never appropriate. Um, so in the book of Proverbs, it says that because, you know, today, you know, when I was in service, you know, I just was like, the Lord just had me on this train of thought of how like, Okay, so as believers of the new covenant, we receive everything by God's grace. And grace is a gift. Grace is an empowerment that God gives us to walk out the things that he's called us to. And it was a gift that he gave to us. Yeah. And I yeah. and I was thinking about how like we really can't boast in anything that we do or that we've done because it's all because of Jesus. You know, like right. I was thinking about before I knew the Lord, like I remember you know, going to Ruthie and being like, Ruthie, I, I don't even know if I'm saved. I don't know what's going on. I cannot understand the Bible. I don't even, like, I remember yes, I was so terrified. I was like, and she was like talking to me about a concordance. And I was like, what is that? That sounds worse. That sounds more confusing. And she's just trying to help me, you know, about what I really needed was the gift of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit comes mm-hmm. in and it's a gift from God. You know, Jesus died on the cross so that we could have this indwelling Holy Spirit living in us. Mm-hmm. And then the word just became alive and it's what I needed. I didn't need, you know, the smarts. I didn't need to understand things by my own ability, but I needed the Holy Spirit. So like literally when I read the word, I don't boast in myself. It's all Jesus yeah. because yeah. there's no way that I could do any of this without him. Amen. You know? Amen. Amen. And it points to him. Then you, you get to this place and, and I can say this, and this is maybe just recently. I mean, just even in the last couple of years, like everything you're saying, I feel like that's what the Lord has been showing me. And, and my hope and my prayer is that whatever it might be, whether years of sobriety or a struggle or a good marriage, like, like let it be known that it is because of the Lord. It is because of him. It is because of what he has done and something that has grounded me and has, has really got me to, to keep my eyes on him is, is continuing like a gratitude list. And that's something simple. I mean, for, for listeners, something that is, it's just so good. It's just writing down the things that you have to be grateful for. And that is, those are gifts from the Lord. You know, that, that, those are the good gifts from the Lord. Um, you know, and I would just add, obviously following Jesus, it's not going to be easy. Like, I think we have like this, I mean, like, okay, how do I say this? Like, was it easy living in the world when no. I was living in the world? Like, no, like it got really hard. It got really dark and it got really hard. Following and it got Jesus, really hopeless, yeah, right? Hope, there we go. It got hopeless. hopeless. And then I got hope. Jesus mm-hmm. encountered me, changed my life but that doesn't mean that everything is just going to like run smoothly. I do have the Holy spirit. Now there's an equipment that I have of equipping where the Lord is strengthening me. He's my go-to to be able to do what I need to do. Um, but trials still come and that Jesus told us that he was like John and some John, somewhere in John, John 16, like Jesus told us that trials would come for his followers. I don't know if you get your Bible there. Let's look some, somebody, someone out there, look up John 16, 33, John 16. Um, but discipleship, discipleship then demands a kind of surrender. It demands a kind of surrender. And the question then is what is it right now that you 
listeners, what are you being prompted to give up or to, to surrender? I know there's something in my life that the Lord is dealing with me on. And, and I, it's like getting louder and louder and louder. And like today, brought, I mean, I was, I was listening to um, the sermon and it just, I mean, it, it, it wrecked me. I was just like, you know, hands up, like Jesus, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever it takes. I don't want to get to the end of my life and be connected to something that, that, um, was really taking my soul. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I want everything, everything surrendered to him, everything, every part of my life. And you know what, what I've thought too, is, as I remember, you know, kind of struggling with something and, you know, the enemy always tries to come in with this like condemning voice of like, you're failing you're whatever, you know, but a lot of times the areas that the enemy is trying to attack us in are those areas that we're trying to hold on to is actually an area that God has anointed us to help other people or to bring something like into the earth, you know? And so it's interesting how the kingdom works. It's interesting how God works. You know, the enemy always tries to come and, you know, weigh us down, but God always speaks a better word and it's always hopeful. And, um, yeah, what, yeah, what does our Christianity cost us, you know, to be a disciple, it costs us everything. It costs us from walking away from everything that we thought, you know, I, you know, you and I, Danielle, we were in business together and we we're all about setting goals. And I think setting goals is like so great. Yeah. But when I yeah. like got deeper with the Lord, I was like, Lord, like I can make these goals and I can make these plans, but I don't want them if they're not what you want for me. You know, I don't want to plan my life, plan you out of my life, you know? And uh-huh. so I, it's not that I, I don't like goals or anything, but I'm just like, it's just like surrendering, you know, surrendering my whole life to Jesus, you know, for me, homeschooling my kids. And I've talked about this before. It was really hard <laughs> because I was totally like in motion to all my kids being in school. And I was like going to be freedom, <laughs> like, you know, and I was going to do stuff with my life. And, just, and the Lord was like, uh, you are going to do something with your life and you're going to teach and train your kids in the way that they should go so that they serve me all the days of their life. And I was like, amen. I mean, at the time <laughs> now I'm like, amen, you know, and I can look how God constructs your life and how obeying everything that he tells you is so important because you can, so I think about, you know, think about this. Like if I wouldn't have obeyed and I would have sent my kids into school, you know, I would have been disconnected with my kids. We would have been doing ministry, you know, nights and weekends, and there would be such Um, a lack of relationship there, but because God is good and because he sees our future, he's, he knows what's coming. He prepares us. And so we have to do is obey and listen and just trust that he's a good dad and he is going to take care of us and we don't have to get everything figured out. Yeah. We don't have to control everything. We don't have to, we just have to trust that he's good. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And the word, the word commitment, you know, commitment to Christ. I mean, it, it reminds me, yes, there's, cause this, this whole podcast started out like the difference between or is there a difference between believer and disciple? I think mm-hmm. disciple, there's a commitment to Christ in taking up the cross daily, taking up your cross daily to deny 
self. And that may mean like, I can think of like relationships where the Holy spirit has, has just been like Danielle, like, mm-hmm. like follow me on this one, you know, or like, even like a family member, like not get, engaging in an argument. I mean, it might be like little things like that, or like you were talking about, maybe it's, we had these goals or dreams and it's not actually what is good. And God has a different plan. So it might be denying a dream or, um, gosh, I'm just trying to think of, of whatever, whatever. You think about the picture of how Jesus came to earth and died in the flesh, like died in the natural realm, you know, so that the spirit could then live on the inside of us. And I think that's the same thing that God's asking us to do is to die of our flesh. Yeah. So the spirit of God could be made manifest in our life. And in John 14, starting in verse 12, it says, and we talked about this is kind of the fruit. I tell tell you this timeless truth. The person who follows me in faith, believing in me will do the same mighty miracles that I do even greater miracles than these, because I go to be with my father for, I will do whatever you ask me to do when you ask me in my name. And that is how the son will show what the father is really like and bring glory to him. Ask me anything in my name and I will do it for you. Wow. Uh (laughs) Like, can you, can you imagine being so dead to self and be being so in one with the Holy spirit, being so in one with Jesus and being so purified that you can literally ask Jesus for ever, anything. And you're going to ask for things according to his will because your flesh is totally dead. Yeah. And he's just for you. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. He he's putting that ask in your heart. He's, he's, he's put that ask in you comes from him. And this all, this all denying self, taking up the cross, like it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's, I mean, this life, I always think it's but a breath and my home is eternity. And I want to come, you know, when I get to the end of my life to like hear Jesus say, you know, and I've heard this, I've heard this in a sermon and I don't know if it's biblical. I don't think, I don't think, is it in the, in the Bible where he says, well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah. 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 It's in the Bible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sure hope so. (laughs) Right. But to not, to not, um, yeah, to not come to the end of my life and and come to that place of like, I, I I could have followed you better. I want to follow him the best today in whatever way. And I'm so grateful for his love and his grace. That's what I love is that God knows my heart. God knows your heart. Mm-hmm. He sees how you um, say no to something and say yes to him, whatever that might be, whether it might be picking up your Bible in the morning or, um, setting a boundary to not watch a show that, you know, has not been good for your soul. I mean, it's all these little things. They make all the difference. And that is denying self as well. It's not engaging in the, the lusts of the flesh in this world, right? Because when we do that, it's, it's literally dulling our, our senses, our spirit. And that that's something I'm just like, okay, Lord, like, I, I don't want that. <laughs> I want more of the Holy spirit. I want to be in the word. Um, the other day was it yesterday, <laughs> two days ago, I was like, okay, I, I haven't just sat down and like read like 
a book in the Bible in a while. Like I read scripture, right? Like I'll jump around, I'll read different scriptures. I've got a couple different Bible studies going on, but I was like, I'm going to sit down and actually read a chapter or like a book, a book in the Bible, not just a chapter, but you know, so Lord led me to Job. Oh, I'm like, oh man, now I'm like, what am I running from Lord? What is it? What, what do you need to do in my heart? You know? And there's that song Nineveh. Oh man. I was like, listening to that and just like, okay, God, like surrender, like whatever it takes. I want my life fully surrendered to you. Lord, have your way like now. Right. (laughs) It's like deal with me in whatever way. So anyways, yeah Job. yeah i i've been reading the book of galatians like over and over again and that talks a lot about the flesh and the spirit i mean if you want to learn about the flesh and the spirit you need to go to the book of galatians Mm. and i made some notes like in my phone of like characteristics or act like, how do you know? Cause I'm like, Lord, how do I know? Like there's times where I like, obviously know that I'm in the flesh if my emotions get me riled up or whatever. And I was like, but I want to be pure in heart that it's not only in my actions, but in my mind that I want to be, that I want to be walking in the spirit in my mind. And so I was doing a study on this and I wanted to share some of these things. So life by the spirit means you have a revelation of grace. So a revelation of grace means that God's God has empowered you, you know, to um, God's empowerment comes on you to live the life he's called you to. So it's not anything that you can boast in yourself. And then I wrote down faith that works and expresses itself through love. And so like when we went into the club, like I kind of did that in faith. Like I kind of wrestled with it. I was like, is this, is this, and I got, got butterflies in my stomach and I got really nervous and I was like, wait, I've never done this before. What is it? You know, in my emotions. And I just was like, Lord, I'm going to do this in faith, that this is something that you've called me to. And then everything just settled and it ended up being so amazing. Yeah. Um, so, Hey listeners. So Jenna did her first strip club outreach. So yeah. she, she did great. It was good. Lord, you know, the Holy spirit is so good. You can just like every, anytime I've done outreach since 2014, you can just sense the father's love for each one of these, um, just precious women. And it's always good, but yeah, Jenna did her first outreach. It went well. So I just had, I had to chime in on that one. What else you got in, that you've written yeah. down for the characteristics. So the spirit is always going to lead you into all truth. There is a relationship and a trust with the spirit, you know, because in Proverbs, it talks about lean not on your own understanding, but just acknowledge the Lord. And so that was a huge hump for me is like realizing that I'm not always going to understand everything and that I had to be okay with the mysteries of God. And mm-hmm. God's so good that a lot of times he brings understanding after, like after you step out in faith, after you step out in trust, he'll like give you an understanding. Um, but this where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. It's loving others as yourself. Walking by the spirit is going to hinder your self-life. And so it's literally going to hinder your self-life, um, which is in direct opposition to the spirit. There's going to be joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, you know, gentleness of heart. And I liked how it said, instead of self-control, it said strength of your spirit. So self-control is also strength of your spirit. And I loved that because it's like your spirit is going to overcome your, your soul in your body, strength of your spirit. 
And the spirit is also going to direct every aspect of our lives. We're going to be walking in the kingdom of God and seeking the anointing of God. And so the flesh is basically just the opposite of that, you know, and all of the horrible things, jealousy, envy, murder, like all of those things, living under the law, bondage, all of yeah. those things, you know. And, and what did Jesus do with all of that, right? He took it upon himself. Jesus followed his call of death to self to the cross and he calls us to do the same and i think that's just a really good note to end on um so out of matthew it is matthew 16 25 and 26 for whoever wants to save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for me will find it <laughs>